wish I was above the center of attention, but I'm not. I wish I didn't have to give in to the pressure. Uh oh. Hey guys, welcome back to Cocktails and Confidants. I'm Justine here with my good friends Dixie, Alex, and Ronnie. And episode three is what we're on today. And hopefully you've enjoyed the first two. You can also check us out on Instagram at Cocktails and Confidants, no spaces. And that is where we are sharing pictures of our cocktail creations along with the recipes. And we'd love to hear your feedback. And Dixie put together tonight's. And so I will let her tell you all about it. But first, it's amazing. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Tonight we're drinking pineapple upside down cake, which consists of pineapple juice, lemonade, and vanilla Crown Royale booze. Whiskey. Whiskey. Crown Royale <laughs> it's is It's a Canadian whiskey. whiskey. Oh, it's a Canadian whiskey. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Um, and we garnish it with some pineapple and a little bitty cherry at the bottom of our very cute little glasses. It is super good. It's really good. Yes. Definitely a nice dessert cocktail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> dessert wine. For sure. Yes. So what's new with everybody? Well, you know, I'm just going to dive right in and tell you that. It's <laughs> what we do. Today, <laughs> I've, you know, you guys realize that I've been trying to be mindful about eating and exercise and all of the fun stuff. Well, with that comes a lot of water consumption. And most of us here at the table are pretty decent water drinkers mm-hmm. as it is. You have to balance out the cocktail drinking. Um, <laughs> Canadian whiskey. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just really getting over and done with when I'm with you guys. I love it. It's all the fun. It's all the laughs. It's all the stories. It's sometimes tears. And sometimes with the laughs comes... A reminder that I drank a lot of water today. (laughs) And so I'm trying to unstick myself from the chair that I'm wearing shorts while I sit in, whilst I sit in it. And (laughs) I'm laughing and I'm trying to tell my bladder that I'm not yet to the toilet. (laughs) And so I'm thinking back to episode two where we talked about wearing panty liners um, just because we're afraid to potentially get our period in an inopportune moment. And I'm thinking about being in this stage of my life, in my 40s, having had some children, and sometimes drinking a lot of water or other things, and maybe potentially carrying some extra baggage um, in places. And... I just really hate that. And so I'm wondering if anybody has tried any of the different underwear that they market now for menstrual underwear or bladder leak underwear, not necessarily the things that you can buy at the pharmacy. Um, Because I have, and I'd like to just kind of share briefly um, my story. So 
Wait a second. Can I just call them pee pee panties? Can we call them pee pee panties? We can. Okay. <laughs> We're talking like, so the only one I think I've ever heard of is, is it Thanks? Um, there might be one, a brand okay. called that. I've also seen a brand called Nix, K N I X. Oh, I've seen Thanks too. Is it I, yeah. Okay. So there's probably a lot of different brands out there. Um, so a few years back, I was invited to join a softball team. And um, shout out to all my softball lovers. Um, <laughs> some of us at this very table have very fond memories of being on softball teams in our adolescence. Um, but I thought that this would be a fun way to get some exercise and possibly meet some new people. However, I quickly learned as I ran to first base the first time that my bladder might have some other ideas. Uh-oh. And oh, no. So I, too, started wearing panty liners thinking, you know, if I happen to have any dribbles or tinkles or whatever we are going to cutely call them, which it's not cute, by the way, um, that that would help. And panty liners are absorbent to a point. Yes, they are. It's a very small point. So I did some investigation, not nearly the research, that um, Dixie likes to do before making purchases. Unless there's somebody cute at the store, but that's a different story. <laughs> um, yeah, see episode two for right? that story. Um, so I did try something, and it seemed to help make a difference. And so not only was I wearing these when I played softball, but also when I went to the gym to work out or um, could potentially be running or jumping, which – Let's just be honest, I don't do either one of those things very often, Um, but it is helpful for not only periods, but also if you're having some of those little issues. So just wondering um, if anybody else has found the answer to any of those things. Oh, you know what? I just remembered that yoga class that we all went to together. The pelvic floor. Yeah. Um, I have not tried any of those um, products. For me, fortunately, it's still a pretty rare occurrence. Mm-hmm. Like once in a very great while, if I sneeze, that happens. Um, or if I'm sick, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but <coughs> um, Sick as in throwing up? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just wanted to clarify for our listeners. Right. Yeah. We're not laughing at her if she had a cough or something. I mean, that might be funny. <laughs> that, well, that would probably make it happen more often. But um, I'm just praying it doesn't continue to develop. Devolve? Yeah. Uh, right. So, you know, I realize that there's procedures that can be done, um, but I'd really like to ward off surgery at this point in time and I'm sure that there's, like, many factors that contribute to it being an issue for me. Um, And it's not not daily, I would say. It just seems to – I seem to notice it more um, when I've drunk – I've had a lot of water to drink Mm -hmm. that day. Um, And P.S., I'm also on medication for high blood pressure, and that includes a diuretic. So I'm already – yeah, I'm already prone to pee more anyway. Um, 
but I have to go <laughs> I have to go back to the pelvic floor yoga class because that was a really fun day for your confidants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, those of you who have been listening with us um, through all of our episodes might be picking up on a little bit of a theme when it comes to Dixie um, and cute she's boys. <laughs> she is pretty. Did we talk? I said she's flirty, but she's also pretty. Oh, I, th- I thought you said pretty. Okay, so <laughs> apparently beautiful. my bladder's I'm going and flirty. so is my hearing. <laughs> I'm falling apart, ladies. Um, so I will share that we started our day together doing this great yoga class. Justine had uh, researched it and um, was kind enough to sign us all up for this class. And so we met and um, we enjoyed this class that was really all about strengthening our pelvic floor. And um, I'm not going to go into too many details, but I will tell you that there's several benefits to having a strengthened pelvic floor. There's a lot of muscles down there, ladies. So you're going to, you're (laughs) going to want to exercise those um, appropriately through whatever, whatever method you find to be (laughs) the most interesting and And pleasing. Yeah. (laughs) Um, whatever works. So after (laughs) (laughs) eyelashes were stuck together. So after we, um, we enjoyed this time together, we decided to, um, stop at a grocery store. First we came back here and had drinks. Oh, oh, that's right. We had a cocktail. cocktail. I mean, naturally, we had a cocktail. (laughs) We did. Right after yoga class. Right. As you do. Um, Hey, namaste your way. I'm going to namaste mine. Yeah. Um, We had to hydrate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So after cocktail, then we went and we decided that we were going to get something to eat. Sandwiches. yeah. Yeah, it was a deli. So we went to this little grocery Mm -hmm. store that has, um, it's just a fantastic grocery store because you can order a beverage if you so choose, which we were choosing that day. cocktail. This is why I shop there. You can have cocktails while you grocery shop, dude. Now we know why you go every day. (laughs) (laughs) With that amazing fresh squeezed orange juice. Oh, yes. Um. But we also decided that we were going to have a sandwich made uh, while we were there and enjoy not only a cocktail, but a sandwich as well. So Dixie um, gets ready to place her sandwich order, and the very nice-looking gentleman behind the counter... He was um, a sandwich artist. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he was. (laughs) And... He just said, oh, what are you ladies up to today? Just out and about having a good time. And Dixie decides to tell him that. <laughs> the truth. I told him the truth. We're working which, our pelvic floor. Which was. <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think that I answered first and said, oh, we went to a yoga class together. And so now we're getting something to eat. And he said, oh, I've heard about hot yoga. Was it one of those hot yoga classes? <laughs> he was, he was it being was a hot. sassy, too. Though. He was. He was. He was hot. He is hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's also, talk about him in the also present. Why I grocery shop. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about him in the present tense. So 
It was much better before COVID came along. For <laughs> that application I just received in my email, and he had to wear a mask. But. Yeah. So Dixie told him that we were we went to a yoga class that was all about strengthening our pelvic floor, and. You know, some of us like tomato on our sandwich, and he was serving up tomato realness with how red he got. Oh, yeah. So Dixie and didn't. And he was rendered speechless yeah. for a moment. Yes. He, was, he was not only speechless, but then Dixie um, inquired, are we making you blush right now? He was so cute. <laughs> I think he just had to think about what pelvic floor was. And that stopped him like for a second. Dirty ass old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Take your sandwich and move along. I don't think he I, wanted us to move along because mm-hmm. I think that while we were enjoying the artwork that he prepared, right, right. sandwich artist consuming Great. our cocktails, I th- I think I caught him glancing at our table quite a few times. Probably. Um, it wasn't because we were laughing extremely loud in the middle of the shopping area, but he probably has his own podcast about goofy women that come into his store. <laughs> literally, oh my gosh! Listen to what this bitch said when she ordered her sandwich. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Well, and I think because we just were so giggly, um, not related to any cocktail consumption, or maybe related. Matter. I, I remember we coming here first. We did. Oh, we came here after and got dressed and had another round. Maybe. maybe. Did we do wine walk that day? Yeah. Yeah, but we did it after that. Oh, oh yeah, man. So you we're might be right. But we're, I thought, I thought we're we no quitters in. at all. It was a solid day. We it packed was, a lot. Of, <laughs> it really was. We did do a lot. Yeah. It was. It was quite quite the day. So we. As Alex just mentioned, or whoever just said that, we did cap the day off with a wine walk. And, you know, some people might have been served quite well that day. Some tears might have been shed. Some confessions about life changes that were about ready to happen. (laughs) I didn't even get the penny loafers. I know. I reminded you no less than three times. I know. And I even offered to go get them. Here's one of my favorite things is that Dixie told people that saw me crying at one of the wine stops. <laughs> She's not crying about the wine she had here. <laughs> she just wanted to let them know. Yeah. No worries. I, mean, they, I didn't want you to send away any customers. It wasn't the coffee. It wasn't the wine. It yep, was something it, totally unrelated. Yeah. These yeah. tears are not related to any wine or walking. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day. I felt like that pelvic floor yoga really helped my pelvic floor. Do you? Seriously? Yeah. Like, there was... Okay. I think I'm going to throw the bullshit flag on that one, and I'll tell you why. Uh Uh-oh. I think that Justine very seriously asked us if we were keeping up on our pelvic floor exercises, and that included you, Dixie, saying... Listen, I'm not exercising the floor like I probably should... My hubby probably wishes I was doing a little bit more of the exercising. I'm just saying that when I go to the bathroom, just like our yoga instructor said, I take a deep breath and my lower abdomen fills and it empties my bladder. Just like she says. I do that thinking. Oh, my gosh. I go, it's a reflex muscle. You shouldn't have to push. Oh, I have to push. But don't sit down and try to hold it because that confuses you. She also said you shouldn't have to pee more than like once every four hours. 
I drink like a gallon of water a day. I'm in the bathroom literally like every 30 minutes. Add a diuretic to that. No, yeah. thank you. <laughs> it's my bad genes, I'm telling you. Well, honest to God, though, I don't know, like... No, I go much Do you remember I, when she said that? And mm-hmm. I, like, I remember being like, fix your face. <laughs> fix your face right now. My eyes were closed in that yoga studio. Uh, I remember looking around like, who the hell yeah, in every here is four, waiting for Every four hours, hours is, is not a thing in my life. Oh, I'll go eight hours and not pee. Well, I think Are part of that... It, water? Yeah, not, not like she should. I but should. I think part of it is related to the work. Yeah. I don't have. I used to well, be yeah. able to go long stretches of times because I didn't have any other option, yes. and I think that's part of my problem now. Yeah, I'm sure because I was the same way. There were times when I would go before I left the house and not go again until I got home after uh, an eight hour shift. Right, mm-hmm. and it's so. like the longest. Pee. Oh yeah, yeah, like <laughs> Austin Powers <laughs> like, <laughs> evacuation. Co- <laughs> <laughs> So do do you think Justine is our resident yogi and and you know uh, Ronnie is our resident doctor? <laughs> she stayed at a Holiday Inn Express. Yes. <laughs> um, do you think that holding it for that long actually has that potential for that detrimental in effect in yes. the long term? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I second that emotion, Justine. Yeah, because you're weakening the muscle. I would think strengthening it. Right, mm-hmm. you're holding it. No, you don't want to overextend. Tight like a tiger. You're because you're you're stretching it, and then it loses its elasticity. Mm, so I don't then, like that. Yeah. No, we like to keep. <laughs> we like to keep it tight. We like to keep it what? So what? Yeah, that's where I was going. So what's funny? Pelvic about- floor strong, elast- elasticity's tight. Yeah. <laughs> tight. Tight. So- tight. I sometimes have the opposite of your problem. Like, I can't start. No, I can't. Like, I don't, I have to, like, push really hard to feel like I peed all the way. Mm. You know? It happens to me, too. Like, I could sit, and we've had this discussion. Yep, we I have. could sit and be like, tinkle, 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 yes. and then sit there for a little yep. bit longer. And then it goes and tinkle, again. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. Yep. But that's where I really, if I'm having that struggle, I really do think about what that instructor said and be like, yeah, okay, the breathing, I think, makes a huge difference. Deep breath. Mm. Fill up I'm the bottom like, part. Oh, oh, I'm about to <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. What was that? Like, <laughs> I'm about to pee, pee my pants because I wait. Well, and it's not really because I wait necessarily. Right. It's, it's just because you got to go. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm sitting on the toilet and having that issue, then I'll think about those instructions that I Maybe received. I need a refresher course. Yeah, I do too. Can you get on that, Justine, and see <laughs> sure. if there's like a 2.0 class? Because I could definitely use... Some reminders about that. Well, and I sometimes I wonder. Or too, Justine could lead us in that. Yeah. Well, sometimes I wonder too. Well, she if, was a physical therapist. It was just hosted at the yoga studio. Um, I wonder too if like how weak my core is has anything to do with For that. Sure. Because I don't. So know she talked about that as well. She did, and that was kind of where I was going. Yeah. So with all of this, um, and I told you guys about my. Well, I don't know if I told everybody at the table, but I had a little bit of a breakdown because. I got on the scale for the first time in since April, and it was not a pretty sight at all. So I remember where I was prior to April, and I think that I was doing a lot more that emphasized strengthening my core, and I think that made a huge difference sure. because I was, if I really think back, I, I don't think I was experiencing these problems sure. nearly as frequently as I do now. And COVID has made it so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> so difficult to maintain what is our normal routines. I mean, 
I'm going to be know. cursing you bitches tomorrow when I keep typing that <laughs> instead of. <laughs> and spell, spell check's not going to catch I it. I can't help it. He lost his job because of it. Now he needs a new one. God, God damn, COVID. COVID. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, we have our gym membership on hold because they're reopening in phases. Mm-hmm. And we can't do anything. Right. Paying hundred and ten dollars a month to go there and be like, you have to, you can't use this, you can't do that, you have to, like, you have to make a reservation for equipment. Yeah. Classes well, are not only limited that, to but the is first that really the people. place you want to be right now? Like, <gasps> well, you know, what if I you're mean? if you're not actively either on a machine or in a class, you have to wear a mask as you walk like from one place to the next. No, I get that, but I'm saying even I don't know, it, I, I don't know. My even stance if, on that, like, I've been doing what I do all this time and I don't know like maybe I had it and I didn't feel like I had it or maybe I have like superhuman COVID resistance (laughs) (laughs) I really want to get back in the pool just because I love the total body yeah but and this probably sounds a little on the vein side and I'll I'll take I'll take it whatever comments you have for me but part of it is the chlorine is just really damaging to my hair that's already a little on the dry side and I don't know I have to look at what the regulations are when it comes to use of the pool mm-hmm. and what the gym requires yeah. I I would love if we had an olympic sized pool that was outdoors mm-hmm. and open that I could pay a fee to utilize and I would go early in the morning and that's how I would start my day but it's just there was not the life we're living in open well yeah you know yeah aquatic center so it just I think I mean and you know that's just an easy cop-out excuse for it because there's all sorts of things we could be doing at home but well you know I really work well with the structure mm-hmm. of the classes that I did. And, you know, I would do classes a couple times a week and then run a couple times a week on my off days. And <clears throat> I'm not doing that. It's not good. Well, well injuries, I haven't been able to do anything. Yeah, I was so, going to say, there's yeah. been injuries. I know Dixie had an ankle injury and Justine's been dealing with her knee. And I just have been dealing with my couch. Mm-hmm. And I have so, just been dealing with... My laziness. Right. I have that too. Big time. Yeah. Well, I'm finally feeling like a lot better. Good. That's good. I'm glad finally, to hear. finally feel like I've turned a corner, which is good because. Just in time for surgery. As it turns out, um, there's a annual limit on physical therapy. So I have to save the rest of them for after I actually have the surgery. Um, but that's all right. Cause like. I can finally go up and down the stairs uh-huh. like normal, and it's still a little uncomfortable, but I'm doing it, mm-hmm. and I, I actually went for a walk on Sunday with um, my daughter and one of the grandkids, and we didn't go far because I didn't really want to push it, but there was no ill effects from good. that, so I'm feeling confident good. about that. Yeah. So. I was up early and working this morning and um, as a lot of health plans do now, they offer you ways to deduct from your premium. And so the program um, where I work has one of these um, where you earn points and you can be different at different tiers and depending on what tier you are dictates how much money 
is deducted from your premiums each month. So obviously I'm shooting for gold. Um, so I just logged on to that this morning and was reminded that um, just from sitting, the tension that I was holding in my neck and my shoulders and my upper back and one of the activities you could earn points for was committing to doing 15 minutes of stretching for at least three times a week. So I figured, well, I'll earn some points, but this will also be beneficial for me. And so I did some stretching. And um, then later in the day, I decided, you know, it was pretty warm outside today, but I decided even if I get up and I walk for 15 to 20 minutes, I'll at least have had somewhat of somewhat of like close to a 30 minute mm-hmm. sure. um, little Especially bit of activity today. It counts more. And <clears throat> the walk was meant to not only refresh me and give me a break from looking at my computer and work, which I'll tell you, I set my playlist and I didn't even get all the way through one song before I got a text saying, can I give you a call? I have to run some things by you. So the entirety of my walk was spent on a work call, but it was actually, it was actually okay because, um, I knew I was walking and it was hot. It was very hot. It was Walking enough to get my heart rate up because I was having to, like, take a breath to, like, get a sentence out in some instances. So I felt a little bit better about that. And, and, you know, maybe that's the key for me and maybe people who are listening, maybe some of you, is just to try and break it up into smaller chunks. Because I tell you, working from home has its benefits, but... It also has its disadvantages. I think that sometimes I'm putting way more hours in um, because I don't have that commute every morning. Um, And so finding some ways to build some physical activity into my day um, I think is beneficial for my heart and my mind. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my watch reminds me at 10 to every hour that I haven't made my whatever 250 steps so I try to all like I try if I can catch it when it does it I try to get up and do a couple laps around just like the inside of the building and everybody's like what are you doing I'm like shoo, <laughs> get my steps in my watch told me to stand up what the hell well, I gotta you know, I, I, <laughs> I spend a lot of my time just sitting at my desk so um that's my you know at, at 10 to every hour I'm like oh I need 177 more steps so mine just tells me I need to stand up. Um, I'll, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> I don't think that I have my watch on a loose setting at all. But sometimes that shit will tell me that I need to stand up. And I've been walking around my kitchen or changing a load of laundry or doing something. Yeah. And I literally have to say, bitch, I've been standing up. Well, I don't know where <laughs> I don't know where you are, yeah. but. Um, you need to recognize <laughs> that I have been standing yeah. up. Um, I think mine is set for like 250 steps an hour. Okay. So tells me what I need. I don't wear one. All right, Justine. Justine tells the time by the sun. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. No, I, no I, really. I'm like, I, I love I that. Get, I get pretty close, but, um, no, it's just like I feel like my cell phone is always around me and computers and 
stuff like that anyways. I just don't want the additional EMF radiation mm-hmm. from exposure from a watch. But so I put an offer in on a sailboat recently. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I have not a great deal of personal sailing experience, just this dream and of getting out there and being on the open water and hopefully someday actually um, sailing around the world and checking out um, remote places, not necessarily being in marinas and things like that, but being in parts of the world that are not typical tourist places. But anyways, um, there's been a couple of little hiccups. Um, the seller's having some trouble with the title because he couldn't find it. And then when he got a new copy of it, there's still a lien on it, even though it's been paid for for like oh, no. almost two decades. Oh, So he's having to try to get a hold of this bank. And if anybody's familiar with our current climate, that's not the easiest thing to do. But yeah, no kidding. And my bank is asking for um, an appraisal, and I can't get a straight answer out of the broker as to who actually does the appraisal because it's different than the survey, which just tells you the condition of the boat, and there's all this stuff. And so anyways, last night, I have really vivid dreams all the time, crazy like you're watching a movie kind of <laughs> dreams. And so last night, anyways, so all of these things are making me feel like I'm having second thoughts, like maybe it's not the right time, I don't. I should get more experience, you know, maybe I shouldn't commit to spending all this money and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so last night I dreamt that we were out on the boat and I we had the main sail up already and we put out the, the jib sail and apparently I was getting a little too much wind and I was, so I was trying to maneuver the boat so that we could lose a little bit of power and um, tack so we would move that head sail or the jib to the other side of the boat and in the rush to do this I spun around too fast and I I hit another boat Uh oh Oh. and um, nobody was injured necessarily but it really freaked me out and so I woke up and I was like gosh, maybe I'm just, maybe I just don't know what I'm doing. I shouldn't do this. And then I fall back to sleep and I have another dream about hitting a different boat. And this time, like uh, somehow I managed to drive all up onto the (laughs) bow of this other boat in my sailboat. Like boats and hose style. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, but I mean, which is really ridiculous when I'm dissecting this as I tell the story because... Sailboats are ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, heavy, not expensive. Well, like yeah, they have, like this thing is twelve thousand pounds dry. I mean, it's not light, and you're under wind power. So unless you're like in some crazy storm with fifty knots of wind, you're not going that fast. Right. So like it's you're not, not going to end up. The you're not ending up on the bow <laughs> of a catamaran as oh, in Johnny as Depp in the dream. with eyeliner on. Mm. But so I woke up. Have you ever seen Mr. Alex with eyeliner on? I have. (laughs) I have. I was at that party. (laughs) So I woke up this morning and I was just feeling kind of defeated. And um, my partner says, what's wrong? 
and I just started bawling. And so, like, the kind where, I mean, it's just, like, hot, flowy tears. Like, no sound even. It's just, like, on. And I feel like I know what he's trying to do. Like, he's trying to build up my confidence and really celebrate me putting myself out there and doing this thing that has been a dream but scares the shit out of me. Um, but I just don't really feel like he was even listening. It's like like nothing was validated. Um, you know, like, well, it's just a dream and sailboats don't even go that fast and, you know, you're going to be fine. And, and I was just like, Ugh. like, can you just say it's okay to be scared? Yep. You know what I mean? Or, you know, I'm sorry that that's what happened while you were sleeping. And, um, so I don't know. And now I still don't know because I still didn't hear back from the broker today and I haven't heard from the seller about the title issue. So I don't know what's happening, but freaked me out. It's definitely okay to be scared. Yeah. Like this is a big, huge dream you have. Right. And it's way out of your comfort zone. So I give you mad props for taking that on because I think it's super cool. I would agree. And I think that sometimes we have to, I guess, acknowledge that I think our partners might have good intentions, like you said. But sometimes the practical approach and kind of mansplaining, for lack of a better description, (laughs) um, isn't beneficial in the moment, like, it has its time and place maybe in some random universe, but um, I would have just felt better if he didn't say anything and like yeah, just right. hold me tight and let me cry it out and right. and see where it goes. You know right. what I mean? Cry it because out and then be able to maybe articulate your feelings after you had an opportunity to get all of those tears out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, I, I feel like men and women just approach things differently. I mean, we, you know, anytime any one of us has had a breakdown like that, we all listen and then we're like, we're so sorry, you know. But it's just totally, the approach to it is just totally different. And it I is. think that it's, a lot of that is because men are fixers. Well, and I think sometimes when when people open up, they don't necessarily even want you to say anything. They're just looking for you to hold space. Right. And we certainly aren't necessarily looking for you to give us answers to it. Sure, right. There is no answer to it. Yeah. I'm going to be just as scared the day that I get on that of thing course. to try to sail it home as I am right now. And chances are it might not stop that day, right? I mean, it you could potentially... be more scared that day. <laughs> <laughs> and it might actually just take some time um, as you get more comfortable with everything. And that's the beauty of being able to you know, have the shorter trip Mm -hmm. to bring it back and then have an opportunity to be in a space where you can learn and really get familiar and get to know the (laughs) sailboat. And you can do that in a place where you're comfortable at before you're on the other side of the world. Right. And it's not, I mean, I feel very comfortable behind the wheel of a boat. Like that's not something that, that part of it's not something that's new to me. It's just that it's so much bigger and. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, docking is like 
just the most frightening thing ever because a sailboat turns so much differently because you're using this big rudder that's all the way in the back Mm -hmm. as opposed to a prop with a lot more power behind it. But um, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh, my big thing is I like the navigation piece of it because I've always just been on inland lakes and now this is more of an open water even if it is just the Great Lakes, it's still more of an open water experience and, mm-hmm. and ha- understanding what the markers mean. And oh, and also the Great Lakes are terrifying Right, sometimes. they are. Right. They can be. I mean, you know, there's more than like 10,000 shipwrecks in the Great Lakes. Mm-hmm. So. so, you know, you don't need me to tell you that these are legitimate fears. All of us understand mm-hmm. that it's a big responsibility. We're all here to tell you that we know that you can handle that responsibility yep. if you choose that you're going to take it on because you're super smart and all of those things you'll learn. It's just new. And sometimes when you're in our forties, the idea of doing something new and having that feeling of, I don't really know what I'm doing. That are we supposed to feel that way when we're, (laughs) but, but we are, you know, we sent that little blurb about like, let's restate what's normal and, you know, this is your opportunity in your life to reset what what you're doing. And, yeah. you know, grabbing a dream is hard. It's really, really scary. And so taking that first step, it shouldn't surprise any of us that you're having these, like, apprehensions. But I wouldn't say it's enough to say yeah, the universe is trying to tell you yeah. something. No, the this is real. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, there's some really inspiring people that I follow, um, on other social media outlets. Like there's this woman named Olivia in her blog and her Instagram is called wilderness of waves. And she, I don't know what her sailing background was, but she sailed by herself from San Diego to Hawaii. Wow. And it took her 23 days Oh, I wouldn't and, have thought it would be that far. And, well, on the way, she lost her engine, quit working, and then she was having water coming into the boat. And she, I mean, it's like all these things, but she got there and she was like, you know what? It was the scariest thing I ever did, and I'm so glad I did it. Like, yeah. this has changed my life. And she's been in Hawaii for a while, and she's just getting ready to leave. But anyways... Olivia, Wilderness Waves. Check her out. I think I think you have to kind of forge through that. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I I want you to do <laughs> I want you to do it because I have said before, like I feel like I live this little life. <laughs> and I, okay. Um, I and I just, you know, I I live, I live five less than five miles from where I was born, and I teach at the same school that I graduated from. I married my high school sweetheart. Like it really is this really small thing, and I love my life. So I'm not saying that it's it's lacking anything, but being friends with you and you have these big ambitious ideas and you want to break out of it. I want you to do that so badly because you love, <laughs> because that's who you are. And yeah. I, 
I don't want to live vicariously, but I want you to just be all of who you want to be. And so be scared and let us know that you're scared so we can be like, yeah, that's fucking scary. <laughs> like yeah. it is scary. But if there's anybody who can work through that, it's you. Yeah, definitely. You know, think about all the stuff we've already done. Having babies is fucking scary. Yeah. Like we did that. Psh. Raising humans, we did that. You know, like they all survived. <laughs> they did they all survive. All, yeah. And they're actually all pretty cool little people. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you put it in perspective of things that you've that we've already done or you've already done, like Well, know. and I've I feel like I've done scary things before, like quit my job and just dive into running a business mm-hmm. when you're twenty years old and you but I was way more stupid then. Like, I just thought, I was like, well, I've worked for two years. I know I can run a business. I didn't know anything about running a business. But look at how successful you right. were. Right. But you learn along the way. Right. Make it and, and you make it. And sometimes I think in, in our wisdom from our years, we know how little we, know, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we know how much we don't know. And that can paralyze us. Yes. And I think... I find myself being paralyzed like that, too. Like, oh, there's so many things to be scared of. I think that fear of failure is probably what is the scariest in most circumstances that require you to to step outside of your comfort zone. I mean, nobody wants to put out there that they're doing something and then fail at it. Right. Yeah. But we're – not that you need us to tell us or tell you this because you're probably – you know. But we're here to celebrate you. Yep. And you're a badass. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Cheers. <laughs> absolutely. Cheers. Pineapple upside down, clinky. Because you can, you know. It's if there's anybody that can do it, it's you, Justine. Right. And, you know, I want to just kind of bring us back to the idea of dreams. And being on the water and sailing is a huge part of your life. It's a huge part of your dreams. It's a huge part of your future. But also keep in mind that the mind has a very unique way of sometimes placing our realities or what's going on in our current life mixed with something like running the boat up on to another boat. And so that could be representative of something that doesn't have absolutely anything to do with being on the water or sailing. Right. And so that's probably what I was thinking about when you first started sharing your story with us. And it doesn't mean that it it doesn't have anything to do with sailing, but it also could be a representation of something that has nothing to do with sailing but because your mind has been so focused, mm-hmm. that's how it came through in your dream. So that's one of the things that I thought about. The other is in no way, shape, or form am I comparing your interaction with your partner with something I just had a conversation with with my 19-year-old, meaning like a kid conversation. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> he was struggling with, Um, in the environment that he's in right now where he felt like he was giving, giving, giving and not really taking any time for himself. Um, So we had conversations about boundaries, but that's not where I'm going with this. The conversation I had with him um, was to remind him about 
when my kids, especially in these years, start to open up to me, I want to keep them talking, but I don't want to be so eager that I scare them off. Um, I also don't want to say the wrong thing. So sometimes just even identifying, do you want me just to listen? Do you want my advice or do you need my help to fix something? Yep. And asking that those three questions right off the bat helps us set the tone and doesn't make them walk out of the room and slam the door because I didn't respond the way that they wanted me to or they needed me to. And so not necessarily saying that the same conversation needed to happen this morning or whatever morning it happened. Um, but at some point bringing up that conversation to say, you know, sometimes I, I really just need you to listen to me and not say anything else um, is important, especially as Alex mentioned earlier, our communication mm-hmm. styles and our love languages and all those good things can be very different. Um not only as individuals, but definitely, definitely the the differences between um, people based on you know their gender identity. Yep, I would agree with that. And I've had lots of dreams that have something to do with the water, that that were representative of something else going on in my life that had nothing to do with that. Like when I was um, really struggling with, you know the decision of whether or not to leave my marriage, I kept having these dreams that I was drowning. Mm. And um, I would, like, literally be going under the water and thinking that this is this is the end of it. And I know that it basically comes down to feeling a little out of control. And it does feel a little out of control because other than my house, this is the biggest purchase right. I will have ever made in my life. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's more expensive than any car I've ever purchased or anything. Even when we bought cars brand new, they yeah. didn't. <laughs> Which has been a long time since I had a brand new car. But um, so there, you're, you're right, Ronnie. There probably is some of that playing into it. And, you know, other changes in my life, like deciding whether or not I am actually going to sail off into the sunset and, you know, leave my job and things like that. So... There's a lot right now. Keep dreaming. Yeah. You have to. You live in your boat. I live in my van. Park it in your driveways. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can meet me at the marinas. Yep. Well, I guess I can't live in a condo then because they have all those damn rules. It's going to be like a sprinter van. It's not going to be like an RV or anything. It'll be fine. That's an RV, Clark. RV. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love us being together. We can talk about all this stuff. Yes. So for our our listeners, um, we have a pretty hilarious group chat that we text throughout the day, most days. And and today was one of the days where um, first Dixie and I got together and we were trying to break the code or crack the right? <laughs> crack the code of this some of so the <laughs> so, some of the messages that were sent today and um I can't remember who originated the message but it was our local newspaper that oh. clearly <laughs> no one um did some proof reading because it was absolutely ridiculous and so 
some of the messages that went back and forth um, initially were in reference to the photo that was sent with the headline that was just completely awkward. And then it went into some numbers. And so, you know, with all of us having smartphones, I don't think that we have to go too far into the fact that autocorrect sometimes has a mind of its own. (laughs) And so um, Dixie asked me if I understood what some of the messages <laughs> meant. And I said, no, I was planning on asking you <laughs> when I saw you about the messages because I clearly didn't get it. And so um, we, you know, tried to blame it on autocorrect. We tried to, I tried to like open up the article to see if maybe the number in reference of the text messages was to how many spelling errors or grammar right. errors that were. 12, right? 13. 13. Oh, he's up to 13. And no, so. No, I said, oh my God, that's 13. Right. Oh. So then we, then when Justine, <laughs> when Justine joined us, we were, we were able to realize that it was not an autocorrect issue and she was able to crack the code for us. But, um, one of the things that I, um, when Dixie just said, I love our time or, um, I today was just having a really bad day at work and I had read through some of our messages as they came through and started cracking up and, um, just equally just expressed my love for, um, these three beautiful people that are sitting around me right now because, um, we do life together and we have gone through almost all of the changes, whether it's getting our period, getting a divorce or all of the fun stuff that happens in between. Um, but we've gone through this life together and we continue to do that. And, um, it's just extremely meaningful. So yes. And I don't say that just cavalierly. I, I truly, I truly love each and every one of your souls and, um, cannot, without breaking into ugly crying, express how important each and every one of you are. I feel the same. Yeah. Agreed. I also love that our kids are doing life yes, together they now, too. Oh, that is so cool. That is really so cool. Because, you know, it's not typical, I don't mm-hmm. think. Well, I think for our kids it's probably more typical, but to you know have I mean we all grew up together right and I think a lot of times women hope that that'll happen mm-hmm. for their kids and it just really doesn't isn't an organic thing that occurs right. for mm-hmm. them it's more of a force thing and I think it's awesome that it, that's not the case for them right and even if they don't see each other they're either using social media to stay up on what's going on yeah. or they are asking each and every one of us about what's going on with the others mm-hmm. um and when we do find an ability to get them all together it's um, hilarious it's hilarious <laughs> because those that don't know each other um maybe as well really like immediately rekindle lifetime memories. Um, I almost started to cry when um, my oldest said um, to Dixie's oldest, you are always 
one of the answers to my password reset questions when they asked who my childhood best friend was. Aww. And I, <laughs> I literally, I was like, okay, don't make too big of a deal of it because it's going to piss them off and they're never going to let me observe one of these exchanges between them again. Observe them in the wild. <laughs> right. But, um... But when he boys. told them that, his response wasn't, aw, but it was like, really, man? I think that's pretty cool. You know, like he, and I'm sure in his heart, he yeah. was going, aw, or no, oh, because he's got a deep voice. <laughs> um, but just the fact that they get along and, you know, they can pick back up and we can recreate photos from when they were little and... You know, they only well, have a history just like we do. And they that, call each other siblings even when they're not. Or cousins. Or cousin, and, you know, and yeah. they they miss each other when they don't see each other for long periods of time. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It is. We're pretty Very lucky. Cool. So ultimately, listeners, we want to share this little piece of happiness in yeah. the universe that we have with everybody because. We're not always going to talk about periods <laughs> and pee pee panties. Um, yeah, but all, all, we should all have this. Yeah. You know, we should all be so lucky to have people who not only love us, but love us in spite of right. the history and our flaws and, you know, all of the bullshit that comes along right. with being who we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life sucks sometimes, but you guys make it so much easier to deal with. Oh my gosh, seriously. And if if you can't relate to what I'm going to, I I know at least you'll listen or you'll laugh your ass off as I tell my story. (laughs) (laughs) And we all need need that. Um, But so, yeah, Dixie, you're right on the money. I mean, we... We laugh a lot. We cry sometimes a lot too, depending sometimes on what we we're going pants. on. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we pee our pants. Our pants. Sometimes we're we stain our and pants. Cry. <laughs> sometimes we drink a lot of wine and do the hokey pokey. <laughs> oh my gosh, we do. We certainly do. We've been known to bust a rhyme. We do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Give us a hot mic and oh, some oh, yeah. some ninety eighties nineties music and. <laughs> We're putting on a show, y'all. Y'all ready for this concert? (laughs) 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 All right. We're just about out of time, ladies. So continue to join us. We'll come back together and we'll share this crazy thing called life. Lots of adventures coming up. Yes, we we do. do. Individually and as a group that we're pretty excited to share with you guys. Yeah, we can't wait to tell you about them. Yes. Absolutely. And I guess I'm going to be up for the next cocktail, so... Let me tell you, it's going to be difficult to fill the glasses as successfully as these ladies I'll have. Take the bartender's Bible. I might, I might grab that thing off. Ronnie's going to do also her homework. Pinterest. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what? I do have a Pinterest page that you know. I have one. It's called Yummy Drinks. <laughs> I, I have one. It's called Your Place or Mine. Ooh. But do you guys want to know what mine's called? What? Yeah. Shorty, buy you a drink. Oh shit! <laughs> and it's not drink. It's drink. That's awesome. Right. I love it. <laughs> So stay tuned uh, for episode four coming at you soon. And um, in the meantime, stay safe. And cheers. 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 Cheers.